Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. Oh, wait, I'm being told it's not those kinds of adult themes. Just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in the episode descriptions. You're listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for ugh, love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. Right. Well, dinner could have gone better, but Morag... You know you can do this. It's always been your dream to run an establishment of this calibre. And look at you now. Pull it together, girl, okay? This could turn into a real nightmare, but have faith. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in your abilities. Remember, and deep breaths. Oh, Speaking of nightmare, I wonder if the guests completed their feedback forms for their spa activities. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Fia wrote, Boris's hands are a gift from the gods. His fingers found knots and tension that I didn't even know I was repressing. The isocoffin was a surprise, pleasant and morbid, and helped me work through some childhood stuff. Or I helped me work through stuff. Either way, I'm not cursed. My only issue was the aromatic oils he seemed to use. It was very smoky and smelled a little like oregano. 4.99 stars. Okay, um, largely positive there. And while I have my doubts... Borsk did say he smoked for medicinal reasons. Let's see, let's see, okay. Um, oh, Mr. Adorus wrote all in capital letters like he's shouting. She made me deaf. That creature made me deaf. Then she started to pretend like she was possessed. It was all very amateur with the exception of the sandwiches. My compliments to the chef. Uh, well, that... That sounds about right for Anita. I might have a word with her on the whole improv demonic spiritual possession thing, though. That's a tad discomforting in an afternoon tea ceremony, I'd imagine. And, oh, uh, let's see, Nathaniel wrote a drawing of two men holding their... I guess those are swords? And then his room number. And forwarding address. Well, he must have been rather enamoured with Mikhail's skills with a weapon. Perhaps he's looking for some private tutoring. Well, I would say, Morag girl, those are largely positive. Oh, hang on, hang on. There's a note tucked in here. It's a bit damp. Let me out of the fucking basement, you shitbags. I will kill all of you. I didn't kill her, but I will kill you. Also, this basement is rife with daggets. Gross. Okay, odd. I don't remember there being visitor cards in the basement. How did she even get into this box? Are you in need of sharing your life? 
feeling a little blue, or looking for a little excitement, well you've taken the first steps to addressing some of your issues, and we are only happy to help you on your way. Welcome to G8. Dedicated, dynamic, distinct, or delightful. Demure dates for deserving daters. My name is Mrs. Agnes Shufflebottom, but you can call me Auntie Aggie, and I'm a Michigan University Administrator appointed to run Miss Graypurse's business affairs while she's away and under investigation. I took the liberty of rewriting that slogan. Now it's much more positive and friendly. Oh, wait, no, oh wait, sorry. The fact. Well, this week, did you know that the most likely place for... Uh, Horizontal refreshment, besides the marital bed, is the carriage. Now, that's an interesting tidbit for you. <laughs> Your survey question this time. What does the word soulmate mean? That's a lovely question. What does the word soulmate mean to you? Ah. Oh. Synonymous with Stockholm Syndrome. No. But it's like it's 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 when you like know all each other's stuff and you're like you you kind of like you're kind of okay with it. Maybe you're not really, maybe you do something passive aggressive to kind of like take it out on them, but but generally you kind of put up with them for like the most part. Okay. He's dead. Oh boy. A soulmate is somebody who is willing to kill for you. Okay. Or, you know, you're willing to kill for them or maybe, like, heist together or burn something down if I you need to. I think that's an accomplice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I suppose for me what a soulmate represents is, is looking into another person's eyes ah. and seeing yourself reflected in them. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wait. It's a mirror. It's called a mirror. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Those were answers. <laughs> Fear. Kyle and Nate, each of you awakens at the crack of dawn. Outside in the hall, you can hear the sounds of staff cleaning and, you know, whatever it is that castle slash inn slash spa staff do. When, in perfect unison, there's a little knock on your door. You all hear... Enter! No, I... I actually don't think that's what's going to happen. I think you've two... Get up and get it, Nathaniel. I thought I heard someone said breakfast in bed. Yes, but I, you're perfectly mobile. It's not breakfast in bed then, is it? Who am I talking to? You're joking. Crepsley. Oh, Mr. oh, okay. Crepsley. <laughs> I could hear the voice. I just, like, where, where are you? I'm, you're, if you just move a little bit. Oh. I <laughs> It comes out from behind your neck, not your arse. Jiggled. <laughs> oh, they're not going to bring it to you. Have you ever stayed in an establishment like this? Uh, uh, don't answer. <laughs> My boy, you're not... Just get good to the breakfast. Okay. Are you coming? No, it's breakfast in bed. 
What do you want, like a rat or a mouse or like a a bug? One bug. Just get the tray. This this is my life now. You going getting it? Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he kind of slithers up along the pillow and just kind of like lies there expectantly. As you go to open the door to retrieve your tray, Fia having had a tumultuous night's sleep. Uh, you open your door to see that there is a tray and you see Nate reaching for his. Is Kyle awake? Yeah, Kyle's like lying in bed fuming at having had a nightmare and just absolutely furious is like poking and prodding the skin underneath his eyes, feeling for bags because of a night of poor sleep. Roll a constitution statement there. Oh my God. Don't do this to me, Declan. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh, you are... Baggiest bags. Oh, puffy. God, where are you going? Yeah. Yeah. He pulls the sheets up around his <laughs> his face. Oh, I greased it um. in the peanut. <laughs> I kind of, while he's there doing that, I wave at Nate. He's like, should we join Kyle and have breakfast together? Breakfast in his bed? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, what am I, chopped liver? Oh, come on. A foursome. <laughs> yeah. At this hour of the morning, I, I hardly know them. You'll get to know them. Not intimately, I hope. Yeah. Schlipping and sliding and slithering and... The grand, the grand I don't know what a snake offended looks like, but he looks offended. <laughs> <laughs> and he slithers mm-hmm. off the bed, down onto the floor, and just kind of like snake crawls his way under the door towards Kyle's bedroom. Snake crawl. Snake crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Do I see that? The snake? Yeah. Give me a perception check. You also heard Nate talking to something, so... Well, that's not weird. (laughs) Oh, 26. Yeah, you saw a snake leave Nate's Nate's bed. (gasps) Oh, no. Nate? Why don't we just call him Nate? (laughs) Nate Krepsley. Um, what's that? It's Mr. Krepsley. Who? Mr. Krepsley. You're saying that like I know who he is. He's my snake. Scripsy, fear, fear, Scripsy. You can't shake his hand, he doesn't have one. <laughs> I just wave. What's it doing? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll get used to it. What? Are you... uh, so, what do you want for breakfast? There's Trey's here. Why are you saying about me to him? Hmm? <sighs> I go to Kyle's room. Kyle, open up. No, never again. Kyle, open the door. Breakfast is here. Slide it on them. No, open the door. I kick it in. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. your breakfast is here. Come on, we have breakfast together. You find Kyle literally lying in bed under the bed sheet. I'm not coming out. Why not? I had a bad dream. Oh, it's all right. And I didn't help? sleep well, and I'm hideous. No, you're no, not. I'm hideous. Let us see. Boy, come here. And I, I get into bed, and I go, come on, come on out. <laughs> come on out. Come on. He, like, pops up, but he has his hands covering everything below the eye line. What are you doing? I've got bags. Uh, come on, they can't be that bad. They're that bad. They're not, come on. He, like, briefly flashes it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Does he? Does this one have a disease? 18. If you, that was oh. for serious. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, Oh, you've woken up next to worse, so... Yeah. 
it, it's fine. Uh, we'll get one of those. We'll get some cold spoons. We'll get some cold spoons. I just need I, rest. I need. I need to get a good night's sleep. I really need it. That man needs a doctor. Just, Here, have some, some food first. To... Don't worry. I don't care what you look like. Well, I don't know if I'll be able it's to not, eat. It's not about that. that. What the hell? What's that? <laughs> He's got a snake. Yeah, dude. It's a crab snake. <laughs> He showed up last night or something. He talks. Go on, say something. <laughs> what does he think? Does he think I'm hideous? Don't ask him. I don't care. Don't lie, Nathaniel. He says you're so handsome. Good snake. <laughs> snake has taste. Yeah. That's fine. Snake is staring at you wide-eyed and it's mouth open. <laughs> I think it's broken. He's awestruck at your beauty. I don't have anything to wear. Loads of stuff, right? I hate all my clothes. They're all basic. Okay. Someone... Are you hungry? You're probably, you like, hungry or buddy. something. I had a bad dream. What do you have a dream about? Everyone said I was basic. Who? Everyone. Who's everyone? Morag and all the rest. Yeah, but she's an evil bitch. Yeah, why are you listening to Morag? Because she's hot. Maybe mm. in that form, but you haven't met the other side of her. Does she have puffy eyes? <laughs> the puffiest. Yeah. Bitch. Let's have breakfast. Yeah, Get right. Mr. Crapsley out here. He's not breakfast. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, guys. I did also have a bit of a... Oh, yeah, just a weird kind of funky dream. Deja vu. Yeah. Same again. Weird dream, too. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Oh, yeah, because that was the same last time. Last time we were in an inn with Morag, we all had really fucked up dreams. So it's <sighs> not you. It's hard. Okay, well that's typical, I assume. I don't know much about hags. You think looking like that, maybe he... <laughs> what? What? What's <laughs> he saying? Sorry? What's he saying? Who? Oh, yeah, I'll tell himself. Go on, Miss Crepsley. <laughs> yeah, see? That's helpful. Just have to be part of the crew. Yes, I'm schoolgirlish with glee. Okay, we have... Really cool to meet him. We have a lot of problems to solve this morning. So how many problems? So many. How am I going to fix these? <laughs> He's prodding his eyes. Uh, I'm just going to just call out to someone. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hi. Sorry. Um. Can Can we get some like uh? Do you have like some cold metal spoons? Even like, like tea bags or something. Or even some like some some used tea bags. Uh, Would that be okay? There's a kind of adolescent half elf at the door, and he looks about as useful as a fucking. Useful thing. Uh, <laughs> as this head. analogy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's as useful as analogy. I, I reached my pocket and I go, right, here's a silver piece. If you can get me what I need, I will follow that with two more. Oh, right away, sir. Uh, Mr. Krebs is like, well, seems like you're not as dull as I thought you were. Very good, Nathaniel. You get a check mark. Thank you very much. They are conversing back and forth, yeah? Like, not legibly, but like... Oh, he's 100% having a conversation with the snake. Mm. The snake is just hissing at him. Rather angrily, actually, most of the time. <laughs> Threateningly. Do we trust the Nightmare House snake? I think that's the least of our concerns right now. We okay. have a friend in a gurney, and then we have Morag to deal with too. Plus, at dinner last night, some of the servants were giving each other really weird looks when the comment about peasants was made. Oh, that's, that's, that's just, just tell her that's just what they do. 
Peasants are always looking at each other. Yeah, I think that might just be peasant, you know, kind of carry on. Something seems off. They seem all kind of on edge. It's probably because they're poor and so their like economic status is kind of, you know, under threat. You and I are from the same place, mate. That's what would be considered peasants. Yeah, I mean, but like we're we're actually working. You know, we're trying to like apply ourselves. We're not getting any money for this. Wait, are we poor? Oh, it's all expenses. No, it's it's all it's all expenses paid. It's all expenses paid here. <laughs> not after last night and the treatment Groff got. <laughs> Just weird shits going on. No, I know. What are we gonna do? So leave. Wait, with or without Hephaestus? Just bounce. Just hit the bricks. You'd think with something like that and the amount of just blood in those bags that there'd be very little going on upstairs, but that was actually quite an excellent idea. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, we, I don't want to be the person to have to say this, but like, we, we, we can't leave Hephaesta. So you haven't met Hephaesta. What's that Hephaesta? She's kind of the worst, but we, we, she's kind of... Wait, they get worse than those two? Yeah, I know. She's kind of irresponsible though. She's kind of like our team mascot. <laughs> Do we? Are we sure we need one of those? No, we do. It's like she's like the physical, physical embodiment of like anger, and I, I think that kind of speaks to like the our whole sort of dynamic as a team. A giant rage monster. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Could we not just buy an owl bear, guys? How do we feel about an owl bear? Cute. Yeah, but what? Great, that we're have... all obviously part now of just Wait. avenging her and getting an owl bear. Okay, what yeah. does that have to do with anything? I mean, yeah, let's just hit the brakes. Let's go. Heck yes. We will take, we will take a Vesta. Yeah. But we just go, we just grab her. What are they going to do? There's just a, good morning. I trust we all slept well. And Morag standing in the doorway holding a pair of icy cold spoons. I believe somebody here made a humble request for some cold metallic devices. Hi, Mr. Gripsley, hide. He slithers uh, under the, the sheets. Oh, God. <laughs> did, did, you... did you know I sense smell with my tongue? <laughs> did you oh. know that? Okay, just just chill for a bit until this fucking wench, hag, fucking <laughs> shite bag is out of here. Uh, yes, thank you very much for the spoons. Thanks, Morag. Bye. Uh, oh, no, no. Um, well, no, you're quite welcome for the spoons. I was... I... I am not going to attempt to try and convince any of you of how you feel about me, but I do wish to apologize for last night and any upset that might have been caused. I had hoped this morning that I might be able to avoid uh, further interaction and further imposing myself on you, making all of you feel so uncomfortable. And that perhaps Count Svalo would have been able to lead the tour. However, he is unwell. And I feel the conversation at dinner table. He's got quite a sensitive soul. He's very easily drained when it comes to confrontation. Doesn't seem to agree with him. So if you'll permit me, I would be happy to give you the tour of Castle's Follow and our grounds. Answer any questions that you might have. He actually said that we had a business lunch, though. He perked up towards the end. He was actually okay. He did. And he hopes that by late afternoon, he'd be 
somewhat recovered. He seemed most enthusiastic at the idea of your business luncheon. And of, again, if you'd rather I not attend, I'm more than happy to oblige all of you. Can I first come? You may have to take up Commander Groff on that request. I don't necessarily know if it's in my permission. I mean, we're happy to ferry her around the yards if you'd like her to get some air. It's very dank yeah. down there. Yeah, it is quite dank. Again, we are attempting to have the dankness addressed. I think just for the good of her health. Yeah. I mean, again, do we just want to avoid any sort of like potential lawsuits that if she gets some sort of like respiratory condition, you know, off the back of this dankness? Well, I, you know, just for everybody involved, really, just... Yeah. Certainly. I... Um, I can have I, I can I can say it to Commander Groff um, that you have requested that uh, Hephaesta join us on our am I being presumptuous? Are you going to take the tour? Sure. Yeah, maybe we haven't given you a chance. She smiles when you say that. I am thrilled and very, very grateful for the opportunity to show you around these wonderful historical grounds and with the greatest of hopes maybe redeem myself in your eyes till later i will meet you downstairs at shall we say in one hour and um i will of course take your request to commander groff is there anything else i can have sent fetched for you do you have any new clothes there's several outfits that are used on the grounds. We can maybe get you some robes that are used in the leisure grounds. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, are you talking about like a track suit? It is a outfit that one would wear if they were out tracking. <laughs> get her out. Get her out of here right now. We will meet you uh, at... In an hour's time. Wonderful. Um, and please, again, don't hesitate to ask for anything. We, I, I also ask for tea bags as well as any other thing. If, if you want to send that boy up again, I can. Oh, uh, yeah, certainly. Um, she closes the doors. And as quickly as she's gone, there's a knock. And that servant, the staff member, the half-elf boy, uh, is back. And he's got a glass jar of just cold tea bags in it. And a little, small, little clay pot with a... Kind of a minty smelling uh, ointment in it, and he he hands you a tray. Fantastic! And I will into my pocket, and I will find two silver pieces. Here you go. Uh, uh, thank you, sir. Deal's a deal. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Uh, good lad. Good luck with your bags. And he uh... <laughs> tea bags. Yes, thank you. Tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lie down, lie down on the bed. We're gonna put a couple of cold tea bags on your eyes. I'm just gonna relax, and it's gonna be fine. The spoons okay. really help, though. I, honestly, if I just get yes, a nap in at they, some point during really the day. they masked the bags. Yeah, I mean, you can't hold them all day. You won't be able to see. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the other one can just guide him. Here, just oh. lie down and just pop some tea bags on your eyes. You'll be fine. Maybe like a cute shawl or something that I can tie around like a sort of like a, 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 like a mask. Do you have one? No, everything's hideous. No, it's not. <laughs> Surely you own like a veil or something. All that. Oh, for my wedding dress. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this went away for you to like raid Fia's wardrobe. Like. He said he doesn't want to be basic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would give you the dress that that lady gave me, but it is it didn't work out very well for me. Actually, yeah. Did, how did you fix that up? Is it, did you just get buff until you stop being cursed? Is that like what's the? I don't know. I guess so. Wow. <laughs> He's a good masseuse. Yeah. Really good. But that's the thing. Why are there so many like? What's with the staff? Are they all like in on this? Is it? Is it, is it a conspiracy? Is it like all the all the rest are like, don't ruin a good thing, man? And well, they didn't say that, but like, are they all in on it? They must know something is going on and they don't want us to come in and change it. So we can talk telepathically. Is that right? I'm doing this telepathically to Miss Crepsley. Yes. Can you talk telepathically to other people? No. Can you read other people's thoughts? No. Can you do it? Can we? Can we Why do would it? I? Well, no, go back to that. <clears throat> Why would I do that? It's so intrusive. I know, I've never had anyone Why are they staring so intently at each other? <laughs> can, can we do anything else? It's kind of weird. Uh, it's really strange. Do you do magic tricks? I do, it's strange. Uh, I'm a snake. Is that not good enough? No, it's, it's Well, it's look, you, you take bags and nags here, and uh, I'll just go and dispose of myself. No, 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 come here, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. I just don't appreciate being so clipped towards me. First day, it's only been a couple of hours. I mean, I don't even know what that word means, but like, oh, come on. <laughs> and he now just takes his tail and he's just rubbing his head. <laughs> come on, oh, come on. Like, put my hand out for him to sort of slither up my sleeve. Wash it. Hmm? Wash it. <laughs> <laughs> I spit my hand and I rub it on my, on my pants. And he coils himself along your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that every time. He <laughs> tingles. No, it doesn't. Huh? We good? You just get weirder and weirder. How'd you get a familiar? That's not even a thing for, like, someone who, like, you know, uses, like, the m- music as, like, a means of manipulating the the arcane. If I could tell you, I'd, I I would. I'd, I just woke up and, and there there you were. There he was. Right. Add it on to the mystery list. I haven't even got the mystery list handy. Hang on till I unfurl this five-yard-long fucking list of mysteries that you've got going on here. I have some paper if you want it. No, I was being... I was being mean. <laughs> Just give me this. Okay. Thank you. You're very touchy in the mornings. Is this all... Are you always this touchy in the mornings? No. 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 I just need my sleep. I just really need my sleep. Maybe the reason you have a... List of mysteries a million fucking miles long is because you spend most of your fucking day in fucking bed wasting the fucking day. I mean, I'm trying to get him to move, but... but just tell them. Hey, maybe the reason why we have so many mysteries... What was it? <laughs> <laughs> let's just go. Let's go, guys. Alright. Solve some mysteries. I'll run back to my room and get dressed. <laughs> it's out the whole time. <laughs> oh, but the dress was ruined. <laughs> I was in my pajamas. Um, okay, so you're heading to get changed. You're heading to get reconstructive surgery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Krepsley and you are heading to the room for a lecture on proper etiquette. Meanwhile, Morag goes off and has a conversation with Groff about perhaps allowing Hephaesta to roam the grounds. Morag returns a little while later while Groff goes to speak to Hephaesta to inform you that Groff has denied your request, that following last night's outburst, he does not want to repeat or a scene in Castle Svalo 
where he would like there to be a little bit of respect and decorum in the last couple of hours before you head back out onto the road to Galeshire. He does not want any further dramatics. I wonder if we can go maybe see her later or something. Yeah, can we go and see her? I tell you what, Commander Groff has actually asked for a moment with Svalo and and I. He has quite quite the busy schedule here at the second luncheon we're having. He has requested to speak to the both of us as well. During that, I could have one of the servants maybe escort one of you down. That's a good idea. Yeah. Is the wine cellar not part of the tour, though? Um, normally it would have been, but this just the stairs down into the cellar are just so dank um, right. that we couldn't right. have a, a tour down there without, again, risking just health and safety. We can figure it out. One of us, yeah, if, if there's that opportunity, I think one of us will take it to go see yeah. her. Okay, well, I, I am just going to finish off some last minute preparations and I'll meet you all downstairs momentarily. Meanwhile, down in the wine cellar slash dank cell, Hephaestus, there's a little knocking at the door. Come in, I guess? I was just trying to be polite. You hear the door unlock and in steps Dahlia Wolfram in her form. Where there was a short pink pixie cut, there's now, it's super tight to her head, like her hair, it's almost shaved entirely and you just see the the horns on her head have actually coiled even further she looks a lot more severe than she did the last time you laid eyes on her even her makeup has gotten a bit darker and she has what looks like a tattoo or barbed wire like marking on the left of her neck why did you let them say those things last night why wouldn't i you you hurt me. Sorry, I'm the one strapped to whatever this is being framed for murder? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about me. Yeah, you who did this to me, so I let them say a few mean things. I'm not talking about last night. And that just goes to show how fucking cruel you really are. Then what are you talking about? You left me. No note, no apology, no letter, nothing. You just upped and left. I had things to do. You sit there. So fucking full of self-pity. Oh, Nate. Oh, he, he was this. and Oh, he was that. And oh, he, he, he broke my heart. And oh, he ghosted me. And oh, he cheated on me. You're just as bad as him. How dare you? How dare I what, Hephaestus? Tell you a truth? We had a little fling and you got obsessive. That's not on me. Uh, you found me. You pursued me. And then when you were done... You discarded me. Yeah, well, you're a big girl. You can handle yourself. Is that not what Nate said to you? What do you want, Dahlia? <sighs> I want lots of things, Hephaestus. I want to know why. I don't know, okay? I was sad. I was hurt. What do you want? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you're mad. You're sad. You're hurt. There's no fixing that. What, what do you want me to do now? 
It's all of this because you can't get over those six months. You were my first. I was probably... It meant nothing to you. I had six months of knowing what happiness felt. First time in my entire life. And you dismiss all of that as just six months. I'm sorry we were on different wavelengths. Yeah. I was in love with you and you saw me as a stepping stone. I I don't know how to make that up to you. Look, it was shit. I'm shitty. I'm a terrible person. We know this. We've all been over that. How can I fix that for you? You've got me locked in the cellar. You made my friends hate me. Like, how much more do you need? I thought, I hoped, I actually might have been able to feel something. But as I stood there last night and I listened as you and your friends berated me, and I know what you were doing, and it was, it was actually quite clever, and the whole smell ya thing kind of almost got me. And then last night I had a very strange dream. More like a nightmare, really. You and I were married. And the entire time, I slowly watched myself turned to stone. And you ignored me. Until eventually I was nothing. I... I wanted to see your entire world burn. And if I could have just been... If I could have just been a spark in all of that, I might have been satisfied. But I don't think I'll ever be satisfied. So, I'm going to do something for me. And she takes out a dagger. And she holds it up. And you see that it is made of jet black stone. I think that it's about time you and I settle our differences, Avesta. And she steps in closer with the blade. Becoming a bad person because somebody was bad to you doesn't fix anything. You are so right, but you've no idea how fucking awesome it feels. And she pushes the blade into the strap and she cuts it. With her left hand, she slams the door and throws the key out the other side. One of us is dying down here. And she takes two steps back and she just holds her hands up. An eldritch fire lights up around her. We cut back to the tour. <laughs> In my own head, I was like, geez, we probably should have considered that she might murder her. <laughs> <laughs> now you fucking know how it feels. 
I'm just going, Derek. <laughs> Nate is telepathically talking to Mr. Krebsley and he goes, uh, and then I says, that's not a bugbear, that's my wife. You really shouldn't be telling that story. That's a great joke. <laughs> Kyle loved it. That is not exactly the bar to which I hold intellectualism. Did you not, did you not, that's not a bugbear, that's my wife. Do you not get it? I do, but I don't necessarily understand why you're equating your wife's physical appearance to that of a bugbear. It's fine, forget about it, forget about it. Guys, are you ready? Yeah, we've been ready while you've been standing there talking to your snake. Yeah, I'm not talking to him anymore, so. Oh, no, wait, sorry, I do it again. Good to go? Yeah. yeah, good to go, yeah. Good to go. Let's go. Well, fine, I'll just stay here then. Be a petulant child. <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Could Mr. Krebsley stays on the pillow. <laughs> Could you get Mr. Krebsley out of my room? <laughs> no offense, just they musk. Yeah, I can get rid of him. I gotta pick up Mr. Krebsley. You have precisely five seconds to put me down before I bite you. Okay. Right. In the most ungentlemanly fashion. Chuck <laughs> <laughs> him out the door. <laughs> okay. uh, this is why you don't have pets. <laughs> Morag is waiting for you all rather enthusiastically. There's a hobgoblin standing next to her with sort of rusty uh, red skin holding a tray of glasses with celery sticks sticking out of them and slices of lemon and sparkling water and ice. Oh, oh, please, help yourselves. It's quite a warm morning. It, the castle gets so much of the light because it's south-facing, you may have noticed. So one can have a tendency to get a little bit dehydrated and we have quite the tour on our hands this morning. Okay, I'll, I'll grab a glass and I'll take a tentative sip. Oh, you think I may have poisoned them? No, I, I sipped it. Oh. Well, it's not poisoned. I didn't say it was poisoned. You're Wait. kind of overcompensating now. Yeah. yeah I mean, when you say something, when you pointedly are like, oh no, that's not poisoned. It, you, you get the impression it sends, right? We're, we're trying. We're at a spa. No one thinks anything's poisoned. I've already gone and put my foot in it. If that's the worst thing that happens on the tour, then we, at least we have a funny story to tell at the end. When will we get to see Hephaestus? Um, I'm, I'm going to have a child here just bring her some water to drink momentarily as well. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten. And at the end of the tour, as I've said, we are having the luncheon with Mr. Groff and one of you will be able to maybe slip away. And again, child can bring you to see her. Okay. So I thought perhaps we might start outside in the grounds. And she leads you all back through the hallway out towards the vestibule. You see your, all your weapons are still there. They're all perfect. I'm not highlighting that for any particular reason. And out into the, the open gardens. Out here you do see several servants with scissors. Oh, actually, do you know what? It might be a bit... It's, a, it's quite bright. Actually, I'm not sure if I'm... Fair point. Able. Um, parasol. And literally within two seconds, a servant appears with a parasol. Opens it, and he's now holding it over you. I, I can, I can hold that. Oh, please. Okay. There's a. Did small... you drink last night? I didn't see you I drink. Just, I, no, I, no, it's just um. It, it just it's it's a lot. It's just, it feels like a lot. It's a normal day. It's, it, it, it's very bright. It, it is sunny. But like normal sunny day. Yeah, it's just a normal day. Yeah, I just. I'm, you sure I'm, you weren't drinking last night? I just. I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable in my clothes. Just my skin feels a bit prickly. Um, okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I get prickly heat sometimes. It's yeah. no good. Yeah, thanks. Lotion. 
no, no, the par parasol's great. Thank you. Am I okay? Are you sure? I'm yeah, okay. no, carry on, please. Yeah. The Svalo Gardens are world famous. They are precisely and delicately maintained to 100% accuracy to the day when Count Svalo actually first acquired the castle um, several decades ago. His father, the Count Svalo, he's now Count Svalo because his father is not of the mortal coil any further. Anyway, um, it's a tradition here that the grounds are maintained to this exact specification. Shall we continue? And she's now leading you round the corner and Kyle, you recognise the manicured shrubbery that blocks the, the windows into the ballroom. You'll note the carefully manicured hedgery and uh, I believe it was you, Kyle, who uh, was victimised by the sweet musical stylings of Madame Helica uh, in the ballroom. Pray tell, did you notice the busts? I noticed the bus. Would you believe I spent a lot of time looking longingly out the windows? I would believe that. All of the statues you see, they are actually busts that were commissioned by the late Count Svalo. They were commissioned as statues commemorating just several prominent local and historical figures. Can we go for a look? Oh, please. The statues are all white marble. They are definitely weathered looking, but they are well maintained. All the statues are kind of ghoulish uh, looking uh, and fairly disturbing. They all depict people who look like they're about to die or be murdered or in pain. Interesting aesthetic choice. <sighs> kind of maudlin. Hence the shrubbery. We've t tried to obfuscate the whole facade. The statues aren't exactly child-friendly. No. Would that have been the late Count's tastes? You see, well, there's several, uh, several key historical figures from the village were of a more um, dubious character. Mm -hmm. And the statues, he had a rather odd sense of humour, the late Count. Um, they all uh, detail the uh, said characters as somewhat in pain. Mm, got that. And would this have been at the time of the... Would, would they have been living? Would they have been... I just, if someone were to make a statue of you, you wouldn't imagine you'd go, yes, please get me in as, in as much agony as... Oh, I, oh, <laughs> I assume they're an artistic interpretation. I, I don't think it's really as gory as that. Mm. On to the ponds. And, and she, she's now kind of like glossing over that. <laughs> She brings you to a pond. Hephaestus, roll the initiative. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Fifteen. Well, it beats my two. <laughs> yes, it does. Hephaestus, you, uh, with the, the strap uncut, and you you feel the restraints just kind of slip away, Dahlia takes kind of two steps back from you. You are in a long corridor. You haven't really had... You've been in a gurney, for Christ's sake. You haven't had a whole lot of time to explore it but the corridor stretches further back behind her than it does you you seem to be, you're still kind of standing next to the door you see that her hands are lit up in pink and black eldritch fire so i'm going to hold my action unless she attacks look like i have absolutely fucked up i am willing to admit all of that but like you just need to go take care of yourself revenge isn't going to fix anything mhm mm <laughs> mhm mm she 
is gonna chuck an Eldritch Blast at you. 23 to hit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How much? And six oh. uh, damage. Okay. Just as you, you as you say this to her, you just see her eyes burn. Uh, like they're lit up with the flames of her hands. And she just casts them both out and a blast of Eldritch Magic flies at you. And it strikes you dead center. And you feel the, your skin scorch and crackle with pain. So, okay, as a reaction, I want to use Bleeding Love. Oh! Uh, starting at this level, you're able to twist the emotions of those around you. You no longer have disadvantages in charge of blah, blah, blah. Um, somebody who attacks you, you... Uh, instilling one of the following emotions. So do I have to roll to see if it works first? Yeah. Uh, 18. Yeah. And then I roll to see what the effect is. Yes. So this might just be bad <laughs> instead of better. Is one of the effects murderous rage? Um. Yes. Oh, God. Confused. She's okay. confused. So I'm going to give her disadvantage on wisdom saving throws, uh, and she'll have to roll at the start of her turn to see if she actually... Shake can attack. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Unless you attack her. Right. Okay. Okay. So that was my reaction. Okay. I'm going to cast suggestion. So it's a wisdom save of 15, which she now has disadvantage on. I'm going to suggest she leave the castle. <laughs> okay. That's a nine. Or a 24. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how you suggest. <laughs> As her Eldritch Blast hits you, you feel just the just the intense rage. And there is a, a terrifying familiarity that comes with it. But you feel the connection to her. And you twist it back on her. And just as the emotional aura around her begins to like just inflame further, that energy becomes muddled. It becomes unclear. It becomes... It's like sand in a pool of water uh, all stirred up and there's no clear image and you see it you just see kind of a gloss of confusion like waft over her as she she kind of looks around she looks at her hands and she's looking at you and she's not quite certain and then she hears you say she just turns and in front of her for a moment you just see the air ripple and then she just pushes a hand through it and a door opens and you see into a clear room. It's very well lit and she steps inside and the door slams shut as she, cam- as she casts Dimension Door. And Dahlia Wolfram leaves. Castles follow. You're alone in the cellar. That's what the audience reaction is going to be. Okay, so I just, I take a minute and, yeah, I guess I'm just going to poke around and see, like, it, not Dimension Door, of course, but, like, is there another way out of here? Is that door the only door? Can I, okay. can I like, investigate? You're going to go to explore the wine cellar. Give me an investigation check. <laughs> Don't yeah. you help him. And it's a small, tiny pipe that you have to crawl through all the ways. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, considering that natural one. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> the ground just opens when he's I'm in a sewer all of a sudden. <laughs> Maybe if I look at the bottom of this wine bottle. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you head down the passageway where Dahlia kind of disappeared. And you, you do see the wine, like on shelves, it's just bottles, there's barrels. You don't see any 
obvious way out. And then you just spy all the wine. The door is locked. There's no way out. I'm just going to crack a bottle and start banging on the main door. You you open the first bottle and you just take a good old lug from it. And over here, you will see, well, Kyle, you were in the room. It's the, what is now the music room and entertaining for guests, like luncheons, uh, conferences we're hoping to open it up to later. You'll note the particularly high ceilings and the wonderful... The wonderful... uh, (coughs) (coughs) Maybe you'd like to see the bell tower? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's, yeah, let's keep going. You didn't sleep well either, did you? Morag continues to lead you around the castle a little bit quicker, a little less chatty. The servants, you know, they're all bowing, they're all smiling <coughs> at you, but they do, they seem, they do still seem a little on edge. I, w- I was saying, and I'll keep it brief, and she looks directly at you, Nate. Castle Swallow is approximately 600 years old. It's not always been known as this, Castles Follow. Ever since the late Count uh, owned it, it's been known as Castles Follow. Um, the servants and staff that you see operating the facilities, the gardens, the outlying buildings mm. are all uh, descendants of the same families that first worked uh, and even built the castle. Wow. Sufficiently weird. Okay. So hang on, the 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 labourers here now and the but did the late counts follow um like it it wasn't a spa. Oh no. Was no, it no, always no. a spa? No, 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 no. The current uh, counts follow entertained the idea of helping to maintain the castle's upkeep with this new business venture. Right. Okay, so just like kind of landed gentry or, or nobility the the this follow lineage up until because just because you know the money and the cost and the and, the, and having the, the laborers and stuff oh it's just an ever-shifting economy of course and you understand that uh, you know people need to be paid for the work that they do gosh yes yes and yeah um the bell tower is actually on the top floor so we've got quite a few stairs to climb anybody want to race i'm game Kyle. I don't think I'm going to be as fast as you oh, guys. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. I'm not going to be as fast as you guys. Say that. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a... <laughs> I'm wearing big heels. Take them off. Yeah. You could always just keep me company up the stairs. You, nothing wrong with a bit of friendly competition, though, Morag. Why don't you join us? We'll be left waiting otherwise. I would absolutely love to... I have a limitation. I sustained an injury um, some time back that it prohibits fast-paced physical activities. So is it just you and me, or are you trying in, Kyle? Okay. Okay. Okay, let's do it. On your marks, get set, go. I cast Blessing with the Raven Queen and go 30 feet ahead of them and then take off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I cast Haste and okay. double my speed, which okay. I have 45 of now. So I go 90 feet in six seconds. <laughs> Uh, I, two steps at a time. Uh, where are we in relation to the bell tower? You're currently on. You're just coming up to the second floor. Okay. So the ballroom is where we were. Uh, Kyle was yesterday. Yes. Windows still cracked. Yeah. 
Well, they're being currently looked at, but yeah. Kyle will use glimmering soul, wings will spread from his back, and he will burst through the window and fly up to the belt. What's your flying speed? 30 feet. Do you want him to cast haste? Because he can do that too. Oh, no, my no, God. no, no. You did a thing. You did a thing. Declan's left. I'll still be faster than you, though. Well, perfect. We can do yeah, because like way. it's not. It's like double your movement speed, and you have an extra action that you can use the dash. So you could dash. You could dash twice and use your regular movement speed for like I don't know, fucking eighty, one hundred and twenty, or one hundred and sixty, or something. How tall is the bell tower? So. Well, I'm definitely coming in last. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this would fucking happen. I think I'm the quickest. <laughs> he is. No, I think I first, first, second. You guys should tie. Well, he got, still has I've thirty got... foot movement speed. He's just flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, whereas I'm going to forty-five now. Yeah. So even Plus if he hasted, he would... and I hasted, so I've got. And the stairs wouldn't even be like difficult terrain or anything because you got like yeah. mobile. that yeah. mobile feet. So Nate wins. Yeah. What an uninteresting way to settle that. We really sucked all the fun out of this. Huh? Is this what happens when you're a rat? Well, like, describe it in like a fun DT kind of way. You're right, Let's have fun. Come on. Paint, paint a picture. Paint a picture. No! I won't paint a picture. I don't do this for I your internet. This is the picture I wanted to paint. <laughs> Last episode. Let's, you know, let's keep it quite quick. Let's just you know, let's keep it. This episode, we're having a race to the military. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me in the ass. <laughs> no, it's not. That's gonna happen for like another fucking ten seasons, probably. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just do some mental gymnastics and prepare myself in much. I wrote down fucking Dahlia's health and everything, and I was like, I didn't even just fucking. I'm gonna just close this fucking book. I'm gonna fucking need it. To be fair, he said leave the castle, not the castle grounds. Just you, you cast the Giving you a little something, I guess. Get out. <laughs> Just get out. <laughs> okay, now that I've recovered, for the second time, um, as Morag says go, instantly Fia blinks uh, into a puff of smoke and then appears 30 feet up the stairwell and just starts bucking it. Uh, as quickly as she can. Kyle instantly reacts by just kind of falling backwards a little bit over the bal- the banister. Wings open and he just dives straight through the balcony windows and doors that were being repaired by the ground staff and shoots straight up. Nate just kind of sits there or stands there just kind of bobbing back and forth on either foot. And you're just kind of waiting and you watch as kind of Fia runs. And then you just hear, oh, for the love of... Go. Just go. Mr. Krepsley tightens around your arm and you just run and you are a blur. In the same way and very similarly to how Count Ivan's follow blurred through everything, you just, you run up the first flight of stairs catching Fia. You leap up and cling onto the underside of the next floor and scurry straight up full-on spider climbing the walls. I uh, shout, that's not fair, that's cheating! <laughs> you hear him, because it, it's, it's everything's fast to you. Uh, so it's kind of Fia's voice, but more chipmunky. Yeah, you just, you're straight up. 
as you arrive uh, and you kind of just like sit back, great. Absolutely great. All this new power and this is what we're doing with it. Do we at least win a trophy? Is there something? Is there... So this is it. We do have more powers then. You said all we could do was speak to each other. Are you making me do all this? I meant the royal we. Oh. What? As in you, you... I'm royalty. Oh. <laughs> yes, do you know what you are? You're a royal pain in my ass. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just... I didn't expect all of this. Did you want to do the history stuff? Well, it was actually quite fascinating. Come on, we'll have a little walk around and we'll... You, we'll the bell tower. We'll have a little walk around the bell tower. We'll be, oh, look, it's the bell. Oh, it's the bell from another side. All right. I, I can take you somewhere else if you want. I'm sorry, we got off to like, you know, it's been a bit weird. Let's, I'll, let's do something you want to do. But like in a way that I'll also enjoy it. <laughs> of course. Of course. Because, you know, what is existence if not torment? Kyle arrives. <laughs> Won that pretty hand. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? It's cool. I'm climbing walls and shit. Uh-huh. And I just, I walk up a wall. Well, that's not normal. I know. Get down. You're weirding me out. Thea, you're on the third floor. And as you are running up, you see the same girl from the dinner last night just kind of modeling outside one of the rooms. Uh, and as you run up past her, she kind of lets out, sorry, miss, you, you, you startled me. I kind of stop in place like, oh, I didn't mean to. I, oh, fuck this competition. I want to apologize for last night if I stepped on any of you guys' toes. Oh, uh, not at all, miss. Um, we're quite used to your lot being absolutely ignorant. I mean, I'm so sorry. I meant... No, you know what? I meant that. And what do you mean by your lot? You rich hoity-toity type coming in here like you own the castle like we're beneath you <laughs> you think you think we've money i grew up in the slums in tezrav you did not yeah barefoot alley then how can you afford this kind of place ah uh, we're not paying for this you see she kind of stumbles for a moment oh i'm um i'm quite sorry miss sorry i'm just a little bit lightheaded and she kind of stumbles a small bit forward the Gaelshire army are covering the cost of this as we're making our way to the capital. That's mm-hmm. the only reason we've been dragged along. As you're talking to her, she's kind of half... You see her, she's now holding on to like a small little side table. Are you alright? Do you want to sit down? N- no, I'm, I'm... I'm fine. You seem I, kind of lightheaded. I don't know how I... I was... I have I have chores. Eris won't be happy if I am late. And you see that like, a lot of the colour is just kind of... Okay, no, 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 no. I know you have chores, but... Sit down for a sec, because if you walk off, I feel like you're just going to topple down these stairs or something. <laughs> oh, you're you're very kind, um, and I'm very unwell. And you see, give me an investigation check, actually. If you can. Twelve. When you take her kind of by the hand, you see that there's a little, small little red mark on the sleeve of her work shirt, like a little red dot. Did you hurt yourself? Oh no 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 no! This is this is nothing. It's a it's 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 nothing. Don't you worry at all about it. Uh, just a work thing. Um, maybe why don't you head back down? This is the 
personal servants for Count Svalo and Miss Morag are usually up here. I think I just wandered up here by mistake. Whoops. And I will be right as rain. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch your name, by the way. Dawn. So, Morag and Count Svalo live in the bell tower? <laughs> no, that's, that's another floor up. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, my friends and I were having a race to the top, so I've got to go catch up to them. But do take it easy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe get something to eat or something. You're looking a little peaky. Uh, on my lunch break. Yep. Will do. Thank you. All right. Like, go back to running up okay. to the boys. Uh, yeah. Via, you come up and you find Kyle and Nate and Mr. Krepsley. So I'm assuming Nate won because he cheated, yeah? He's walking on and up walls. I know, I saw him go like a spider above my head. It was kind of weird. When? Or how? What? I mean, I just... It just kind of happened. I don't... I I, I wish I... I think it's the... the this this old guy. Well, there's like a spell for, for that, isn't there? I didn't cast a spell, though. Well, I did for haste, but... You can't just climb up walls without casting a spell that lets you climb up walls. Uh, like walk up them. Well, I don't know. I'm not a spellcaster. No, you can't. Like, that, that's just doing it. That's called uh, just doing it. <laughs> what, what if what, what if that stone I touched? He doesn't remember. I mean, he, he lost his memory from the one he touched. It could have been. Has it been since then you've been feeling different? A little bit, yeah. Put yes. it on the list. <laughs> we head back down. Also, as well, ran into one of the staff who work here. Hmm. Count Swallow and Morag live. If we do need to oh. go investy vesty and sneaky sneaky. One or two of us could have a little snoopy snoop. And then if someone wants to, like, take Morag, keep her busy for a while. I'm going to be real with you, Chief. I'm not discreet when it comes to, like, snoopy snooping. Well, that kind of... Then you could maybe distract Morag. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. I'll go... What's she like besides killing people? Do you know Do, do, you, do you know her, like, well, beyond the killing? That, and she gives you really bad nightmares, which you experienced last night. Yeah, oh, yeah, she, she made a bag out of a man. Ah. <laughs> yeah, don't ever make a bag out of you. It'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're, well, you're well, well able. Well able. Just roll with it, roll with it. And he's got two spare anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I might, like... Say, do you know what? Actually, who wants to who wants to talk long, long range? Probably me. You? Yeah. What? Well, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you get a bit flummoxed. Uh, Telepathic, like, Mr. Crimson. Yes. Flummox, what's that? that's what you currently are dear fine dictionary yes sometimes you do get really handsome thank you (laughs) in your head Fia you hear him go wow oh this is cool Mm, yeah I can like a couple like um it's actually only a couple of minutes long so if anything goes wrong immediately then we're fine but otherwise no we'll get going so Right, sorry, sorry. Jeez, I just okay. It's I gotta walk down these stairs now. <laughs> it's easier when you fly. This poor servant outside brushing up all the glass. Good <laughs> 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 <I'm> laughing. <laughs> that, was, actually yeah. that, was, yeah, that was actually one of my 
le- less nice things to do to them. <laughs> Up there with threatening them with yeah. violence. Um, That's you today. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm hungover. Let's go! Kyle, you were heading back down. You meet Morag on the second floor looking a little... Uh, exasperated. Hi. Nate one. Bell tower's lovely. Um, and the antique doors were also lovely at one point. I, you're not hurt at all, are you? Doesn't look like it, no. Wonderful. Um, the others? Well, they're going to take a little bit of a while. Nathaniel kind of, like, tripped a little bit and caught his leg. He's, like, oh. twisted his ankle. Not your fault, not the establishment's fault. No one is talking about charges or anything like that. He just needs, like, Fia will, will help him down and sit him down for a little bit and... He gets a little bit excited. He's very excitable. I've become aware. Mm. Um, mm. Um, perhaps you and I could continue some of the tour before the lunch. I would love to. I genuinely would. Give me a deception check, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, 17. Oh, okay, yeah. So, lie or not, she doesn't, she wasn't going to care anyway. She was going to do the tour. If you follow me through this door, I think a gentleman of your persuasion will be quite interested in what I have to show you. Don't be a bag of skin. Don't be a bag of skin. (laughs) (laughs) If you you hear this in your mind. (laughs) Ew, Jesus. (laughs) She opens the door for you and you stand into a narrow balcony that looks down into a very large, old looking library. Amazing. Oh my gosh. See, I knew. I knew you were quite the distinguished gentleman. And you this, look like a bit of a reader. I've been known. I've been known to. And this this collection, does this span back the, the 600 years since the the, the foundation of the, the castle? Do you know what? I actually believe so. A lot of the texts and materials here are antiquities. <gasps> oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. And are they... Uh, can the guests peruse? Oh, no, no, no. I'm afraid uh, the mm. Count's Follow has asked that on showing the library we never actually allow anybody entrance to the ground floor for fear of if that dank gets in here you're the dank ruined. one but you know some people have dank fingers uh, a light touch um, we've actually had a break in oh uh, and uh, mm, several texts were stolen oh my gosh mm-hmm. in recent Oh, several months back, way before I arrived. But it was all the talk amongst the staff. And, well, Ivan, uh, Count's follow, was quite upset. And of course. We stopped talking about it again. But perhaps word of the library and the spa and all the things that we were doing here maybe caught the ears of a, you know, a shifty type. Mm. And perhaps they just thought, you know, gentle soul, easy pickings. Truly unfortunate times we live in. I'm terribly sorry that's happened now. Again, do try to keep... And please refrain from mentioning it to the staff. It's just... You know how it works in these kinds of establishments. The mm. rumour mill and all that. It's just... Oh, gosh. And and look, I understand. And he reaches out and, like, very gently puts a hand on her shoulder. No, doesn't, like, apply pressure or anything. Just very gently puts a hand on her shoulder and says, I do understand the imposition that you're, you're facing having us all here. And the... Uh, all of the business with Heffy and with the guards and with the relationship between... Look, I, d- I don't know. 
I, I, I've only very recently joined up the group themselves and, and it seems like there's an awful lot going on at any given time. It is a little bit exhausting, I will say, but I understand it's a lot. And for what it's worth, you seem like a good sort and a genuine person. And I hope we're out of your hair soon so you can get back to tending to these phenomenal grounds. Thank you. You've made my day. And she, her eyes fix on you for a moment. And she, like, she's, she is smiling and there's a genuine warmth to her. Give me a perception check. To be honest. Nine. You don't know what it is, but a cold shiver runs down your back. And you, for a moment, kind of feel a little bit kind of a nausea in your stomach. Are you okay? Um. Facilities. Um, and she was like, um, mm. oh, of course. Um, if you, and she kind of gestures back the door far end of the corridor you can't miss them they are pristine i've no doubt i've no doubt i'm so sorry it's just you know it might not even be anything it's just like i had it again didn't sleep all that well last night i dreamt about you oh yeah just well you know these things keep you awake okay i um sorry apology accepted and he flicks his hair and turns and walks away okay you're heading to the facilities yeah Dia and Nate, you're on the third floor having a snoopy snoop with Mr. Cripsley. Give me stealth checks. Natural 20. Yes. Oh. Uh, that's 24. Okay, so your next actions are going to go undetected. I was actually just, like, what, I, what, what I'm assuming would be uh, as follows the door, I was actually just going to knock and be like, Counts follows. You in there? There's two sets of doors that are double doors. And one of them looks slightly older. So you give that a knock, assuming it's the Counts, because he's here longer than Morag or whatever. So this is probably the room he's always been in. Uh, yeah? It's it's Nate, and I'll just turn to Fiona. Go to Morag's room. Go to- what? Really? You want to split up? Yeah, yeah, go to Morag's room. Go to Morag's room. Oh, fine. I go to the other door, and I want to use my thieves' tools to try and unlock it if it's locked. You do find the door locked. Sorry, I just need to speak to you for a moment. Do you mind if I come in? Oh... Um, I am quite unwell. Uh, could it wait until our luncheon? Uh, it'll be very brief, I, I promise. Of, 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 of course, uh, I, I, I permit you entry. What did you get on your... 14. Yeah, it's not magically locked around at that, and it's just a simple little key thing, and you manage to pop it, uh, and you open the door. You find the room in absolute shreds. The walls, the bed, the curtains, everything have been shredded. The door closes behind you. Uh, yes, you were, you were saying... Dead center in the room, there is a four-post bed covered in thick, heavy, maroon velvet drapes all along the sides of it. There's a very musky, dusty smell in the air. All the curtains are closed. There's armoires, dressing tables, uh, chairs, everything set in place. Everything looks to have like a film of dust on it. And at the far end, you do see a fireplace that is... Very, very cold and dark looking. You don't see Count Swallow, but you do. You can hear the groaning and the, his speech was kind of coming from the bed. There's a couple of steps up to it because it's on a raised platform because he's rich. Give me an investigation check just to see if there's anything else you might have missed. Ugh, a natural one. Um. There is lots of things you missed, but you <laughs> see the bed. Okay. <laughs> I'll just walk up to the bed and... Uh... Just sort of give him the up and down, sort of just checking. 
you pull kind of the curtain, the, the, the maroon curtain aside and you peer in and there's just a shape under the bed, like under thick white um, sheets from here because he's totally, he's kind of doing a Kyle on it mm-hmm. uh, and completely covered. Like he's literally lying in the center of the bed and it's a supreme king size bed. Sorry, are you, are you okay? Oh, I get these um, maladies of the mind and the head and it just takes a lot out of me. You had a query? Um, yeah, I just, um, I've been, I feel like I know you. Intimately? Um, yeah, um, I, 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 yeah, sorry, I just, it's, it's, um, I've been having these really weird, uh, visions, and I just want to know if it means anything. I sort of pull back the the blankets. He he clutches at them like he's holding them over himself. Um, if you permit, uh, I sometimes delight. It just uh, I have a sensitivity. Yeah, it's, as so do I. Ah, <laughs> uh, then you understand, of course. And he holds the blankets, the sheets tighter. You can make a strength check or an athletics check if you want to try to rip them off him. Yeah. 17. I beat you by one. I got 18. <laughs> oh! Yeah, you you do. You can, you can kind of, like, his grip is it's fucking strong. Nathaniel, uh, I appreciate... Are you wearing a ring? Uh, I, uh, but yes, I'm wearing a ring. Why? Uh, can you show me your hands, please? Uh, please. I'm sorry for, for pulling at the blankets. I just... I just need to know. Give me a persuasion check. Now this I'm good at. Fuck, I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> this is the boys' wheelhouse. One, 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 You feel the resistance in the sheet go a little lighter. You just see a hand just appear from under the sheet away from you. The skin is grey and withered. It looks to be barely hanging on to the bone and four fingers and a thumb each of them narrowed just like twisted willow bone just appears the nails jagged from under behind the sheet and on the ring finger of his right hand you see a silver ring and a black gemstone Hephaestus give me a perception check 17 sitting there like a bottle of wine in hand rapping on the door you kind of half roll the bottle away from you, kind of half getting up to get another. As the bottle rolls down the passageway and it hits the wall, you don't take any notice of it. You reach in for another one. You hear kind of a faint, like, coming from the bottle at the end of the corridor. And as you approach, you feel a draft coming from behind the wall. Can I, like push or pull at it and try to like wedge it apart or open um give me an athletics check uh 19 you push against the wall you're like "Eh, eh," and then the wall just crumbles in and then there's just this blast of like stanky danky (laughs) old air you see in into a room beyond there's crates and just piles of things stacked up can i go (laughs) 
open the crates and look at the tiles. Oh, okay. Give me another investigation check. Uh, seven. You kind of calf clamber into the room. The crates are full of paintings of Count Swallow. It's Count Swallow, but the paintings are all in different styles. You're not an art person or anything, but you've been to the galleries. You recognize some of the styles, like as in like they look like other paintings. Too. Like, some look like really old paintings, mm. but he looks really happy in them. Like He looks really, really nice in all the paintings. As you head further into the hallway uh, or into this room, there's a door at the very end, and this is where you feel the draft coming from. And that smell. Against my third judgment, I'm going to try and open it. Okay. Five. You pull on the door, it doesn't budge. Can I Eldritch Blast the door? Sure. Oh, that's a four. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All of my dice betray me. You flicker Eldritch Fire around your hands and it lights the room up. As it does, something catches your eye and the spell just vanishes. You're not quite certain what you saw. I produce flame and then go look at it. Flick your fingers together and there's a little puff of yellow and orange flames uh, again at the tips of your fingers and you move further into the room like away from the door. Half leaning, half rolled out, there's a very old mildewy, mouldy looking tapestry Uh, and again you see what looks to be a depiction of a of a man like you can see kind of his lower jaw and his neck and his chest and there appears to be arms just kind of like crossing him but the tapestry is rolled up I would like to unroll the tapestry <laughs> you carefully try to unroll it's, oh god it's disgusting like it's dank. it's like thick dank skin uh, but the tapestry unrolled you're, you're trying to make sense of it it depicts a man he looks like Count's follow, but much younger, and the tapestry looks ancient. Embraced in the arms of a naked woman who's holding him. What languages do you speak? Common and primordial. No idea what it says. No, but you do see the word Hadana, and the mark on your back lights a little. Okay, can I go try that door again? Okay. You go to the door... And uh, you pull on the handle. Fia, you find yourself in Morag's room. The place seems to be wrecked. Give me an investigation check. First, I want to reach out to Kyle telepathically and be like, get up here. When you reach out in this room, there's another voice. And you just hear... Well, progress report. Rolling for your investigation. That's a 19. You're not really sure what you're snooping for. You're kind of like, I don't want to look for a skin bag, but I'm going to look for a skin bag. I hope there's not a skin. <laughs> or, a or... or there's You don't find anything. There's nothing. The only thing you kind of really take notice in the room is there are parts of the walls that look older. And other parts of that look new. And you weren't certain of this. You didn't. It's only now that you're kind of taking stock of the room that you're in. That there's any semblance of. This is. You've seen this in the ballroom. You saw this where 
where the light hit the walls at certain parts the paint or the wallpaper was more faded or less faded like something was missing Kyle you maneuver into the facilities your head kind of slightly spinning uh, and just that like a cold sweat coming out of you are like I really hope it's not the booth uh, and there's a small little marble sink and a jug of uh, water and uh, as you splash some in and you splash it onto your face you look up and standing behind you in the mirror is a figure with dark red hair and a hand just reaches out onto your shoulder and you just hear well progress report slight detour wasn't anticipating this Things are naturally coming to a head, and maybe a slight nudge here and there, carefully placed and timed, and the whole thing comes falling apart. Interesting. It's just, as much as your reputation precedes you, I have a vested interest in these events. I mean no offence by this, but other parties have been employed to enact the same measures. Other parties may actually disagree as to the state. Well, I'm yet to see these other parties making significant progress of their own. That said, far be it from me to question the will of my good employer. I was not aware as to quite how time-sensitive this was. If it is a case where I need to expedite proceedings, you need just ask. Don't presume that me contacting you is in any way a tarnishing on that pristine record of yours. Merely your good employer checking in. It has come to my attention that you find yourself in a proximity to a... How best to phrase this? You have a new job. One I'm sure a individual of your talents will have absolutely no problem in executing. My sister finds herself in a predicament. I don't want to lose another one. You must ensure Morag's safety at anyone's cost. Even were that to conflict with my original... I will handle him. I cannot, will not lose another sister. Do I make myself clear, Kyle? Adorus. Crystal. Excellent, then. Report received. Enjoy the rest of your journey. And the figure just vanishes in the mirror. He throws his head back and lets out a sigh. Micromanaging. Terrible trait in a person. At the exact time that all these things are happening, Hephaestus pulling on the door, Fia 
kind of putting two and two together with the portraits and the well, the missing spaces on the wall and Morag's room being in tatters, Kyle and that mess. Uh, Nate, you just see the hand move up and you do see the black gemstone. Give me, what's your passive perception first? 11. And your passive insight? 16. You don't see it. But you, for just a brief moment, just as the ring appears, and it is a swirling shadow stone. Light seems to be pulled in and just forgotten. It doesn't reflect, it doesn't do anything. It is just this vortex. And there's something about it that you you really want to just reach out to it. But behind it all, there, just beyond the corner of your eye, and even slightly further that, like, hidden behind a veil of mist and fog, just at the edges of your own memory, you see a tall, frail, slender woman in a simple white dress, blue flowers just woven into her hair, and she smiles at you. She's saying something, but you can't remember. I gently take Count Svalo's hand, and I pinch the ring either side with my thumb and my forefinger, and I start to take it off of his finger. Nathaniel, what? Where did you get this ring? I I don't... How long have you been feeling sick? I, I can't... I, what are you doing? You said you had a question. I pulled the ring off. Immediately, his body, his whole form just bends. Like, he convulses straight up. You see his frame lift and the sheets rise and you're almost kind of half thrown from the bed. It happens so violently, the convulsion... You almost, you can kind of feel everything kind of snap into place. He inhales, <gasps> and you just see the sheet drawn in, and it fixes to every bone, every nook and cranny in his body. And at that exact same moment, Hephaestus, as you pull on the door and it won't budge, it swings wide open, and a shadow reaches out and grabs you and pulls you in. And we leave the episode. No, 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 are you serious? <laughs> This was Romancing the Dungeon. You've been listening to Amber as a Festa, Sam as Nate, Louise as Fia, James as Kyle. <laughs> Our theme song, Haunted, is by Ghost of Red Mountain. Title card and artwork by Ralph is redacted. I'm Declan and I've been your dungeon master. If you liked what you heard and you would like to hear more. I don't know why I'm talking like that now. I don't know. I'm kind of a, a lot of coffee today. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, do check us out on social media. You can find us on pretty much all the channels these days at D8 Dungeon. We have a new show. Actually, we have two shows. We have two new shows. Two shows. Two new shows. Less caffeine next session. <laughs> Every Sunday, possibly Monday, we might have changed it. We haven't quite decided, but we're looking at maybe possibly... Just look it up on Twitch. It's there. Twitch.tv forward slash D8 Dungeon. A show called Rise of the Forsaken set in its own world. 
other cast members that you might become aware of, and our new show set in Romancing the Dungeon, but with a darker, more gothic horror vibe going for it. So that sounds like your thing. Uh, I hope you are checking out, and if you've not, check out Saving Grace as we explore the adventures of Grace Stormfield, the jilted lover slash out for revenge ex of Thane Greyline, now enthralled by the Grey Lady. For everything else, uh, do make sure you're checking us out on social media. There is a Patreon out there as well, so if you'd like to get your hands on some sneaky goodies, behind the scenes, private Discord channel, all that malarkey, all, all the deleted stuff that we can't put into the actual podcast because it's either too filthy or doesn't make any sense, or we've said something inflammatory, probably about Dungeons & Dragons, but who knows. You can check out the Patreon, but the show is going to always be available to absolutely everybody. We're back in two weeks' time. I don't know why I made the peace symbol, but I did. I'm still really, really hyper. We will see you Did I only just hear the progress report and that was it? Mm. Oh, oh. You piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> None of you know this. No. no. <laughs> He's your friend. <laughs> He's your bestie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's got to be heartbroken. Right? <laughs> Every turn. <laughs>